I'd like to thank Aaron K for sponsoring this week's Torah content. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shirim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and access additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishnewest.substack.com. Okay, so yesterday we did Hilchus Shuva Perakshini Halach of Gimel. Anyone who confesses verbally but does not resolve in his heart to abandon the chait, uh, he is comparable to one who uh, who tovels on the mikvah with a sheretz in his hand, with a source of tum in his hand. That the tevila, the immersion, will not help or will not be effective until he lets go of the sheretz. And likewise, it says, one who admits his sin and abandons it will receive mercy. That's in Mishlei. And a person needs to specify the sin. As it says, that this uh, people sinned a great sin and they made for themselves gods of gold. Okay, so our questions were, number one, what's up with the mashal of Tovel Vesheretz Biado. Um, well, I guess all right, so I should say it like this. Number one, obviously, if you don't do tshuva and you just say that you did tshuva, then it's worthless, right? Um, and uh, and so why does he even have to say this halacha? Okay, but given he says it, what is the muscle of the Tovel Vesheretz Biado? Okay, um, number two, what is Mishle adding? Okay. Uh, he says, and to me, I said yesterday that whenever you have like two reasons for something, you always have to ask, why do you need both? You could say that just means like, and thus Mishle says, and it's all one idea because I was looking at the Gemara that this is derived from. And the way the Gemara says it is, um, uh, so uh, it says, as it says, one who, you know, it, it doesn't say it as a separate reason, but then it also quotes a second passage, the Omer, let us raise our hearts up. Uh, sorry, let us raise our hearts um, to our palms uh, to God in heaven. Okay, if we, if we, I, I want to work on the Gemara if we, if we finish the Ramam. Okay, but uh, that's that. Okay, so that was question number one. Why does he even need to say the halacha? Question number two. Uh, what does the marshal add? Question number three. Why does he need Mishle? Question number four, didn't he already say this halacha in Perak Aleph when he's talking about Vidui? When he says, you're supposed to say, and I did such and such. So why is he repeating this halacha in two different prakim? Uh, fifth question is, why does he include this you need to specify the sin. Why does he include that in the same halacha? Right? Sounds like a completely different topic. Those were our main questions. And by the way, just a, a side note, yesterday I was slamming on the uh, Dufus Ramams. Um, and one of the reasons to slam on the Dufus Ramams is because the editors of those Ramams made up their own divisions of the halacha. So they just made divisions wherever they wanted and just combined halachas wherever they wanted, whereas the Rambam made the divisions based on the conceptual, you know? So like here, it happens to be that the Dufus Ramams have it right. 
But this is exactly the type of thing where like the doofus editor would be looking through this and say, oh, this seems like it should be a new halakha, chop the halakha, you know? So methodologically, this is like a good example of that. Okay, answers to any of those questions that anyone has. I know you're withholding your answer till the final judgment day, but yeah. <laughs> about the what? About the muscle? Uh, I don't remember what we said last week. Well, from the the contrast, you mean? Yeah. Well, I actually uh, I actually have an idea based on the contrast, which I brought up, which I was gonna I, I was gonna go through that, but yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyone have any answers to any of the questions? Let's start with the first half. With the um, actually no, maybe we'll, we'll start with anywhere. Yeah. Uh, why does he even need to say this halacha? Because obviously, if you say I did teshuva and you didn't do it, then it should be like totally worthless. So it doesn't even need to be said, you know? So why does he need to say, like, why is this even a halacha? Two, what does the mashal add? Three, what does the mishle add? Um, four, he already covered the specification of the hate in the first parak. And five, um, why is the specification of the hate and this thing about doing video without teshuva in one halacha? I don't know if that's the same order as I said the questions in last time, but those are the five questions. Yeah. Chaim, didn't you have something? Oh, uh, yes. Did you, have a, did you have an approach to something or did you answer something a, yesterday? I thought about the sheriff. Okay, sure. Go ahead. Like Apostle Hobby would have that this wouldn't be like exactly the same. Yeah. Maybe it's only leading to why you need two answers. Okay. Well, like Sheriff Piotr was like, you literally have the exact, like the exact, like I guess by that, the, in that sense. Yeah. Not so to speak, you have that in your hand when you're doing it. But yeah. Here, it's not the, you're not looking at the, the hate in the same way that as when you did it. Okay. Meaning the very thing that gives you the two miles yeah. you're holding, but like. That's interesting. Shas, I never heard at, that answer before. Yeah. At, at the Shas, like Avera, in your mind, it wasn't necessarily something that was bad. Right. But like here, it's still something that was bad, but you still haven't necessarily like regretted it. So right. You haven't like, you haven't like, oh, it's undergone some sort of change in your mind, mm-hmm. but it's not quite at the level of like shooting and, it. So and you think that like it's different in the shirts. Okay. In other words, but, and you're saying that because in the muscle, the fact that the guy is in the mikvah shows that he knows that he is Tame and needs a mikvah, yet he just hasn't gotten rid of it yet. Is that what you're saying? You're saying something different. I'm saying a little different, I think, which is that like, the thing he's still attaching to, while mm-hmm. he's recognizing that it's bad, he's still attaching to like the actual like essence of the tumor. Right. Versus here, he's like here, uh, here in the shushuba. Like, granted, he's it's like he's mm-hmm. in the mikvah, but it's also a little bit more in that. In that, like the chefta has undergone a change and a shift in his mind. So that's why I'm not clear. Where do you see that in the marshal that the chefta has undergone a change? Oh no, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's trying to enter the second one. Yeah. Oh, why do you need to bust a Mishle? Okay. I didn't even realize you were talking about Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah. I got mixed up in what I was trying to talk about. So yeah, that's why I think you would need a second a second thing. Because you would think that if it was simply, uh, if you had only brought the um, the sheriff's case, and you would think that what the chefza, so to speak, has to be is the exact same chefza that you like didn't avail with. Okay. Became not yeah with, yeah, um, but in this case, the, from the fact like the difference between like a sheriff and like a, and like a like a, a mindset is that yeah. the sheriff is the sheriff whether you know you're holding it here or you're it goes over there yeah but like the mindset like shifts the chapter it's like I don't know, I'm trying to like look at that okay and where do you see that in the pasuk 
Uh, one who admits and abandons his sin will have be granted mercy. And shot, by the way, is you need to do vidui and aziva sachet. And if you only do vidui, then uh, sorry, if you only do yeah, if you only do vidui, then then you don't get the mercy. And vidui again is uh, is like um, is saying that you did something wrong. Uh, yeah, it's saying the entire tshuva process. Okay. Okay, so yeah. so we're saying, and then we're saying, as if it's after that. As if is, so the order is okay. Let's go through the steps again. No, we got, so, okay, yeah, yeah. As if it's okay. Yeah, that's a good question on the puzzle, right? right. Yeah. So but I, but I think that's why the puzzle fits in very right. well. The puzzle says, "One who mode, who admits his sins, which the Rambam is saying is bidui, the ozev and get and abandons the sin, gets mercy." It doesn't mean that you do it in that order. It means that if you're just mode, then you don't get mercy. But if you're mode ve'ozev, then you get mercy. Okay, so I think that will fit in because um, the halvamina by the sherets would be that I have, uh, that different than the sherets, I have, uh, I've said all the things that like I, uh, oh wait, um, I'm getting I'm myself. Okay, okay. <laughs> I have a point about the morning. Okay. One from Okay, sure, sure. Right, so I, I have, here's what I have for you today. Okay, I have a step which is just one step, but I think methodologically it's important. And then I have a full answer, <laughs> okay, which is unconnected to the step. Okay, so the independent step is, this is answering the question of why the Ramam needs to bring this down here and in Perak Aleph, okay? So what, what's a general methodological approach for when the Ramam codifies a halacha in two different places? Mm-hmm. Sorry, well, if he brings down one halacha in two different places, for example, one I just happen to remember is in, he mentions that women are five in tefillah in the opening halachos of Hilgos tefillah, and then buried at the end of Perak 6, he brings it down again, which I don't know the answer to that, but like that's, you know, so why, why is, would he bring down a halacha twice? Or let's say he codifies it once in this safer and once in another safer. To show two different like, aspects. Of right, two different aspects or two different addresses. Yeah. So here's the move, which again, this is not going to lead anywhere. So what I want to say is, what's the subject of Perak Aleph? Um, Vidui, right? Oh, and the subject of Perak Shani? Chuva. So I want to say that specifying the hate is a din in Vidui and it's a din in Chuva. In other words, in the Maise Vidui, the Maise, the tourism mitzvah of Vidui requires that you say the hate, okay, and specify it. But then Specifying the chit is also a cum in the quality of your tshuva, that it actually is part and parcel of, of, of doing full tshuva. And if you can't specify the chit, I mean, he says later on what happens if you can't specify it. But in other words, it has two different places. In other words, don't think that specifying the chit is just like a formality that you have to do in vidui. It is that, you know, it, it, you do have to specify it, but it also will help your tshuva. Now, I'm not answering how. Okay, but that that's that's the step, and I just wanted to take the step to show like what the methodological principle is. So, would the nafkamina about whether or not it would only exist in vidui versus also chuva be that if you weren't able to specify, you would think that there's something wrong with your vidui, but like, and and the only reason something wrong with with your chuva is because you're lacking in your vidui versus this is saying that if you can't specify, you're not lacking in the chuva because of the vidui is also because of this like this um this point of not being able to exactly yeah, and there are nafkaminas yeah. In Perishini, yeah, it's a lack of Machuba. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. No, no, not it's not obviously lack of Machuba. In other words, 
the, I think you could reasonably say that if I do full tshuva on a chet, right? That's a separate thing that I'm not answering that question right now. I'm, I'm answering the question of why do we need to replicate this halacha of Tariq Lifrot as a chet when he already said that in Parak Aleph? Right? That was one of, that was our question number, blah, blah, blah. Vasiti kafakah, we already know from halacha Aleph that you have to specify the chet. And in fact, look at the Abshuta, he doesn't acknowledge this question even. He just says, I think it's a question though. And I'm answering it by saying that, that if you just had Perak Aleph, you would think that this is just part of the formulation of the Mitzvah's video. In the Maisev video, you have to specify it. And then you see in Perak Shani that your Tshuva would be lacking if you didn't specify it. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're going to go a little bit over time. Okay. Um, uh, so here's my, so that set that aside, I'm going to give a completely new answer now. And this new answer is going to focus more on the, uh, more on the, uh, Shuva without Vidui. Okay. Uh, so if you looked at the Mornavukum that we did, where he says, what's the reason for Vidui? The reason for Vidui, according to the Ramam, uh, is you came just in time. The reason for Vidui, according to the Ramam is to reinforce your belief in the efficacy of Shuva, right? That's what he says. Is he says um, that uh, in the morning book in three thirty six, okay, he says that upashuhu kigam hatashuva mina kabutazo tshuva is in this category of mitzvos that are designed to reinforce. Oh, it's just or meaning to say min hashkafas hashelote hesedira mitzus ishia torasim kiim besvirasa beliefs that are necessary to have a well ordered Torah society. It's impossible not to sin. Whether because you embraced a wrong view or because your taiva overwhelmed you or because of anger. If a person believed that he could not correct this breach or this uh, this breaking, he would persist in his straying. And maybe he would even increase his rebellion. But if he has a belief in tshuva, he will return to the good. And he'll return to a higher level. This is the key line. There are many actions which reinforce this belief, uh, this beneficial belief greatly. Klomar, haviduin, etc. So vidui, the purpose of vidui in the morning of Bukhim is to reinforce your belief in the efficacy of tshuva. Okay, having said that, then uh, I think the idea is that, um, that, Okay, so I'm, this is not my idea. Sorry, this is the Kuntras, okay, which we haven't talked about who the Kuntras is yet, but I'll fill you in afterwards. I'm going to try to just read this one paragraph without spoiling the whole shear. okay? So he explains it here. He says, In order to fulfill the mitzvah, you need to say the tshuva specifically in connection to a tshuva belave, okay? Like doing actual tshuva. In other words, 
the vidui, which teaches you about the efficacy of tshuva in the, in the heart, needs to specifically be connected to a tshuva in the heart, which it teaches you about. Like if you, you know, it needs to be in, in, in connection to something real. Okay. Mipneze, here he's answering our question. He doesn't say that if you do vidui by tshuva, then you've done nothing. Okay. Right, right. There are Ramams where he says, if you did this without the requirement, you've done nothing. Here he doesn't say you've done nothing. Ella, doing vidui without chuva is something. Because that vidui does teach that Hashem accepts tshuva, okay? Ella, she'ino yote bo, but you're not yote with it, she'in sham yachas l'tshuva she'belev, because it has no connection to the tshuva belev. So in other words, the maise vidui has worth, which is to reinforce the belief in tshuva, but you're not yote because it does need to be in connection with the tshuva she'belev. Okay, yeah. Isn't that kind of the question, though, that if you're sharing, if you're compared to the other, you don't do anything? So how is that? Mm-hmm. Ah, you have done something, and that's, he says this elsewhere in the chair, but all you need to, I mean, Ramam says this, you need to let go of the sherets, but you already are. See, if you are standing right here and you let go of sherets, you don't get Tara. Uh, but if you're in the mikvah and you let go of the sherets, I think that's what we said last week. Then you get Tara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, we, we will end today. But what I want to try to do is expand that to Sarek Lifrot as a hate that that and, and I'll just suggest this right now, but we can work on it more. If Vidui is designed to reinforce your belief in Shuva, right? And you're doing Vidui on a specific hate. So what is going to reinforce your belief in the tshuva more? Saying a stam vidui where you don't even talk about the chet or saying a vidui about this particular chet and going into detail. Because remember, the Ramam also says the more you elaborate on the vidui, the, the greater kiyum in vidui it is. So I think that's what he means. This is consistent, I guess, with the approach I said before, which is that it's a, no, actually it's the opposite. The step I took before is saying it's a better tshuva if you specify it. Now I'm taking the approach that's saying it's a better vidui if you specify it. But I'm not answering the question of what is uh, entirely what is doing this a lot. Okay, there's still more to do than this. And, and then just sneak peek for tomorrow. Um, the Rambam seems to be learning this different from the Peshat of the Gemara. And I would really like to see how the Rambam gets it from the Gemara. Okay, but that would be it for today. What? That spider's been crawling now. Is it in front of me? Okay, so I just won't. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah content fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewas at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.